The road we're on is paved in Garth. Come along on the journey. As we explore Garthology. Think of it more as a conversation. I like that. So if this is truly a conversation, then I say let the conversation begin. Hi there, I'm Debbie. I'm Peter. And I'm Jess. And welcome to Garthology. We have decided to do a podcast about Garth Brooks because, I mean, who doesn't want to listen to a podcast about Garth Brooks, right? That's what we all decided. We came together, uh, the three of us, and decided that we wanted to put this out in the world because we just think that Garth is the best. And we think that there's so much that we can talk about, we can explore as far as the albums he's put out, the songs he's done, the songwriters, the inspiration, and the millions of people that follow him because of all of the good he puts out. So we want to give some of that back. So like I said, my name is Debbie. I am a mother of three. I'm married to my husband, David, for a long time. (laughs) Um, Peter is my nephew. I have known him since the day he was born. And Jess is my BFF and has been for, um, uh, we're going on what, 12 years? Yeah, I think so. Almost 13. Yeah. So we actually met not through Garth, but we met because of Broadway. So that is another love of ours. But we definitely share a love of Garth. And we have been to many concerts together. I personally have been to 26 Garth concerts. So that's me. That's me in a nutshell. So now we'll go to Peter. I am Peter. I am uh, 41 years old, and I have been in love with Garth's music for quite a long time, uh, since about the time I was 15 years old. As my Aunt Deb stated, I'm her nephew, so we've known each other for 41 years. I was introduced to Jess through my aunt because of Garth Brooks. I I think that there was a, a show or something that we went to, and I think that's how we met one of those shows. I am married to my high school sweetheart. Um, we've known each other a long, long time. We have two kids. Uh, my daughter is 12. She'll be 13 this next week, and my son is 14. I There's a lot with Garth and his music, what it's done for me personally for my life, and uh, that is something I think that we'll visit in future shows about how that all came to be. I've been lucky enough to be, to have been to 22 live shows, and I just recently, during this whole COVID thing, I was able to experience the drive-in special that he had. So that's me and uh i think jess well i don't have to say how i know anybody because i've already been introduced in that way now (laughs) (laughs) um i don't have any kids but i have uh three dogs i'm a dog mom so i am going to try to keep them quiet during these shows hopefully you will not hear them barking and jingling in the background but if you do i apologize hopefully it'll be muted but yeah i've known deb and pete for quite a while now and we just all share this love of garth and we have so much fun going to shows together and just talking about the music and so we decided to share that love with all of you. I actually grew up in Oklahoma, so I've loved Garth for a really long time. We were all very excited when he, I was very young whenever he first came on the scene, but everyone here loved him and just was super encouraging from early on. So it's been really fun to watch his career over the years. So I'm super excited to go on this journey. I'm a NICU nurse, so I do three days a week at work. So I have four days, most of four days to hopefully dedicate to this and get it off the ground. I hope you guys enjoy what we have for you. Yes. It's going to be a lot of fun. Right? We're going to have a good time. Hopefully others do as well. (laughs) 
what we're going to talk about this week is just something to help everybody get to know us. So we decided to talk about what our three favorite Garth songs are. Going forward, we will have different topics depending on what's going on at that time, if Garth's announced anything new. We'll also look back at his different tours. Um, we'll review his albums. So just kind of putting it out there in the world in case anyone associated with Garth happens to listen to this, we are going to play snippets of the song. Please don't sue us. We are just in this for fun. We are just reviewing the songs and talking about our love for them. So please don't sue us. Uh, I promise we'll stop if you don't want us to. We're just going to help him get his name out there. We decided he might need some help. (laughs) We're just going to help him a little bit. So yeah, in case. You know, get his social media going. In case he doesn't have enough fans, we're hoping to get him a few more. So for tonight's show, uh, my three favorite songs are, my first one is If Tomorrow Never Comes. And the thought crosses my mind If I never wake up in the morning Would she ever doubt the way I feel about her in my heart? If tomorrow never comes, will she know? So I'm kind of a the the hits person. I like his biggest hits. So if tomorrow never comes is um, my one of my favorite Garth songs. It was written by Garth and Kent Blasey. It was released in August of 1989. It was the second single from his self-titled album. And it was actually his first number one single on the US Billboard country charts. And it won the favorite country single at the American Music Awards. And he actually, Garth has said, before that he believes that that song is actually his signature song. So it's what he believes he's known for. So that was one of my favorite three. My next one is Standing Outside the Fire. There's this love that is burning deep in my soul, constantly yearning to get out of control. which was written by Garth and Jenny Yates. It was released in December, 1993. It was the third single from his album, In Pieces, and it reached number three on the Billboard country charts. And to me, that song is really inspirational. Like the first thing I thought of in thinking of that song as I tied it to this podcast, like to me right now doing this podcast, we are not standing outside the fire. Like we're in the fire right now. None of us are podcast people. We have no idea what we're doing. We've learned this all on the fly just for this podcast. And so we're really doing it. Like we took Garth's anthem of standing outside the fire and said, nope, we're doing it. So we're going to go with it. Yeah, to me, that's our theme. That's how I see it. And so my very favorite Garth song is Shameless. That's what's left of me. Don't have very far to fall. You know now I'm not a man who 
who's ever been insecure about the world I've been living in. I don't break easy, I have my pride, but if you need to be satisfied, I'm shameless. Well, honey, I don't have a prayer. Every time I see you standing there. The reason that is for me is it was actually the wedding song that my husband and I danced to at our wedding. But it wasn't originally, for those that may not know it, it wasn't originally uh, a Garth song. It actually was recorded and written by Billy Joel. And it was on Garth's third album, Rope in the Wind. It was his seventh number one song, which is funny because for Billy Joel, it only peaked at number 40. Uh, the harmony vocals were done by Miss Yearwood, which I love that. And in his liner notes for that album, Garth actually talked about how he got that song back in the 90s you could get uh, CDs in the mail and they signed you up for this club and you would get one CD a month just mailed to you and you had to keep it or send it back. Well, because he was on the road so much, he was never home. He came home and he had like six CDs piled up and one of them was Stormfront by Billy Joel, which had the song Shameless on it. And so he listened to it, he loved it, and he ended up recording it. So that's it for my three. So now we're going to hear about Pete's. Yeah, I uh, I struggled a little bit to just pick out three, but I was able to do it. My three all-time favorite songs, um, like I said, it was very hard, but uh, I have to start. The first one is The Thunder Rolls. Three thirty in the morning, not a soul in sight. The city's looking like a ghost town on a moon summer night. Raindrops on the windshield, there's a storm moving in. He's heading back from somewhere that he never should have been. And the thunder rolls. And the thunder rolls. It was written by Pat Algar and Garth Brooks, and it came off the No Fences album. Uh, there's always something about the song that had caught my ear. It just seemed a little different to me. And years later, after listening to it and listening to Garth talk about it, he he always, there was always something about the song where the sound, the guitar, it was different. And I heard later on Garth explained that the majority of the upbeat, happy songs were all done in Cowboy D. But when they play the thunder and they start on the guitar, it's actually played in cowboy D minus. And he took a lot of different examples of a happy upbeat song in cowboy D and then in the same cowboy D, but cowboy D minus made it really sound that you knew something bad was going to happen. And that, I think that's what it was. I think that's what caught my ear. I think with that song, uh, it, it tells a story that at some point in somebody's life, whether, um, you were cheated on or if you were the the one to have cheated on somebody else um the song kind of hit home to you there was a little bit of meaning behind it um so that was the first one and something interesting when i was researching it was that song was originally pitched and recorded by tanya tucker but it was never released by her until a box set that she released in 1995 and i had no idea i thought that garth was the only one who had ever done that song so uh, that was pretty interesting to find out the second song that I chose was uh, Friends in Low Places. I 
Roasted you, said honey, we may be through, but you'll never hear me complain. Cause I got friends in long places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases my blues away. The No Fences album as well. Uh, it was written by Earl Bud Lee and Dwayne Blackwell. Uh, it's a song that, to me, is an anthem of my generation. And you hear Garth talk so many different times about anthems that have come from different music genres through different years, decades, up until today. And he's right. You know, there's songs by, um, you know, Don McLean and songs that uh, Garth always would sing in housekeeping and on a lot of his live shows. I wouldn't normally listen to that music, but because it's an anthem, I know every single word to him. And I think Friends in Low Places is an anthem as well to a lot of people that may not listen to country music, because no matter where you're at, what team you're rooting for, for whatever reason that you're there, that song comes on, everybody seems to know the words to it. So to me, that was pretty cool. I thought it was, it was, thought it was cool that uh, my musical role model has an anthem of his own. Not everybody could say that. And then my most favorite song from Garth is The Dance. I'm glad I didn't know the way it all would end, the way it all would go. I could have missed the pain, but I'd have had to miss the dance. It came off a self-titled album. It was written by Tony uh, Arata, and it's my all-time favorite song. I know it sounds weird to say, but the reason why it's my all-time favorite song is my wife and I actually danced to it at our wedding. It's not necessarily a song that you would think would be a wedding song, but I think that stories and music and lyrics mean so much to different people in different ways. My, my life has been a very, very crazy misstep dance, I guess you could say, but ultimately and a lot of it has to do with Garth and his music and where he helped me get from where I was at to where I am today. Those, those lyrics, the pain and missing the dance, I'm glad I had to go through those things that caused a lot of pain to myself and other people. My wife and I, she was with me through it all. Um, it ultimately helped our dance get to where it is today, and I can't wait to see where our dance is going to take us in the future. So that was the meaning and the reason behind having that for our wedding song, and that's why that's my all-time favorite song, and those are my three. So Jess, now it's your turn. 
Oh, I guess that means I'm up. Okay, well, I'm not married, so I don't have the song that I danced to at my wedding, but I'm positive if I get married, it will be a Garth song, and then I'll let you know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got a couple I could give you. (laughs) You got a couple suggestions. Um, My first favorite song is maybe a lesser known, not to Garth fans probably, but um, wasn't a big popular single, but for me, because of nostalgia, it was my probably very favorite, and it's Lonesome Dove. He saved the train And she looked down and her heart was gone The train went west but she stayed on In Lonesome Dove A farmer's daughter with a gentle hand Off of the Rope in the Wind album Um that song i was probably about 10 years old and we took a long road trip from oklahoma to vegas which is about a 23 hour drive and probably like 20 to 22 of those hours i was just listening to that song on repeat something about the story of it i remember listening to it and getting to the end of the song and getting goosebumps every time like i knew the end i knew what was coming and it still gave me goosebumps every time i heard it and so i i love the whole album but i really gravitated toward that song and so it probably will always be my favorite just because of nostalgia and you know my heart uh it was written by garth and cynthia limbaugh and was released in september of 91 so I was young then, and that's probably like my big, because I knew who Garth was growing up in Oklahoma, but that was probably my big introduction to him. But then I kind of knew who he was on the periphery, and I knew all the singles on the radio and stuff, but it wasn't until maybe like 98 or 99, like the end of my high school years, that I really took an interest in him and like who he was and kind of the history of of him. And uh, of course, then he was retiring shortly at that time, so I didn't ever get to actually see him live for a long time. And then uh, in 2005, he did the Opry's 80th birthday, and I was living in Nashville or near Nashville at the time. And so I finally got to see him live. And even though it wasn't like the big Garth show, it was his show and uh, in dedication to the Opry. And so it was really cool and special to me to finally get to see him after several years of being a big fan, get to see him live. My other two kind of were a cheat, and I picked four because, uh, because I was a cheater and I couldn't pick only three. Um, but the two that were a tie, I picked kind of songs that were more hits and that more people would know. And uh, Deb and Pete already talked about them. So I won't say too much about them. But one was Shameless. Um, and I love that song. I just loved it always. I still can listen to it anytime and enjoy it. Um, but I think I got it more as time went on. Obviously, as a kid, you don't really probably get that or the sentiment behind it. And I mean, who doesn't love Billy Joel? That was a great great steal by Garth and to go and make it as popular as it was. Um, I think my favorite line is where it says, I don't have the power now and I don't want it anyhow. Like that just gets me every time. It's such a, who can't connect with that and understand it. And then um, the dance Pete talked about being uh, one of his favorites and who doesn't love the dance? I think any Garth fan and probably people who maybe don't really know Garth still have heard the dance and can connect with it. I've heard him talk about that it's a dual story and I like that it's a love story, but it's also a story of somebody who, you know, did like this glorious act and then maybe died for their cause, but it was worth it because of, because of the dance, because of what they went through to get there. And 
Do you guys remember the video that came out with it at the time that it was like yes. Martin Luther King and JFK and the Challenger oh, crew? It yeah. like, I mean, it also will give you goosebumps just watching it. And in 1990, it actually won um, video of the year at the ACMs. Right. And it deserves it. it because yeah. how can you not be moved by that? And it, it had Lane Frost in it, who was also like, he was a huge here in Oklahoma rodeo star and so all of those people, like, I think because of the different walks of life that they came from too, and then obviously people like JFK and Martin Luther King, so many people connected with that video. But uh, an interesting thing that I hadn't heard about it, and I kind of was researching the song to have something to add about it. And one of the things it was really touching to me, remember in the 90s, there was like a big country music rising and it was like line dancing and Garth and all that, mm-hmm. like it was huge and everybody was into country music. Well, as that kind of went away, there were a lot of country music stations that kind of transitioned out and they didn't, there wasn't a need for them anymore and they became other things. And apparently multiple, multiple country stations chose to play the dance as their final song. And I thought, what a testament to Garth and his like, that's amazing. Yeah. And his effect on the country music. Right. Isn't that touching? I was just like, I mean, all the country songs that have come through over the years and that's the song that they chose to play as their final bow out before they came to something else. Yeah. Um, I think that was basically all you touched on most of it. He also did perform that on Jay Leno's final show. And I associate that more probably with their friendship. I don't know if that was Jay's uh, request or not, but I can certainly see why it would be if, if he asked Garth to sing a specific song or if he just invited him on. But if I was choosing, I think the dance is just a perfect goodbye song. And then um, my third favorite was a little lesser known was it was a single, but it wasn't one of the huge number one singles but it did reach number 21 on Billboard Hot Country Singles, and that was When You Come Back to Me Again. On a prayer In a song I hear your voice And it keeps me hanging on oh, Raining down Against the wind out till we reach the circle's end when you come back to me again. theme from frequency which was an awesome movie if you've seen it or if you haven't seen it you should go out. i love that movie right um it was also written by garth but co-written by jenny Yate, who deb mentioned before um so a writer he had worked with before it was released May 8th of 2000, and it was on the Scarecrow album. And Miss Yearwood sang harmony vocals on that, too. I'm going to do some math on this, and I'm going to find out, like, how many songs she sang, harmony, background, whatever. And I want to know, like, a percentage. I want to know the percentage of the album. I agree. It's got to be up there. Right? I think so. It's got to be. This song was also nominated <laughs> for a Golden Globe for Best Original Song. And Garth just said it's about lighthouses in his life, like his mom. Um, and there's part of the song that says, on a prayer, in a song, I hear your voice and it keeps me hanging on. And, you know, his mom was a singer and I can fully see that being about his mom, but also probably about Trisha and the fans and writers he's worked with, just people who help kind of guide you back to where you're supposed to be and bring you back to a good place in life when maybe you, you, you're drifting a little and don't know where you are and who can't identify with that so I love that song it's a little bit more um low-key it's not like friends in little places or like a high upbeat song but I love it so much and so those are my three 
cheat for favorite songs, <laughs> but if you ask me in two weeks or six months, I reserve the right to change my mind because we <laughs> talked about before the show that our answers would probably change later. Absolutely. My three came to me so fast, but I have a feeling I'd also change them in our beat. I know for oh, sure. I had to I, pour I over them. Hey, you know, Jess, on the uh, Netflix show the, that Garth did, the, the Road I'm On, uh-huh. did you see his daughter, Allie, sing that song? Um, uh, she did the song that was a tribute to her grandma. And although it wasn't, you know, all made up with the microphone and all that stuff, and she started crying, I think she did a fantastic job. Uh, and I'd love for her to do a cover of it sometime. I think it'd be great. Oh, I would love that. I'm impressed with her. We're going to have to dedicate one of our podcasts to her because she's amazing on her own. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? Oh, yeah. my gosh. She's so and great. She's really taken off. She's really taken off. She did another uh, Facebook live show tonight. She posts them and she keeps them on there. So it'll be up there if you go to her Facebook page. Oh, we have so many show idea guys. We're going to. Oh, it's, it's gonna go oh there's forever. so much. <laughs> yeah. Right? There's so many. What did I say on our schedule? I have us out to like April of next year. Yeah. So. <laughs> So speaking of that, we're not really sure how often we'll put the podcast out. All of our schedules are kind of crazy. We all work full-time jobs all at different times, but we are planning to try to get these out pretty regularly. So you'll have to watch for us, but there will be podcasts out. So I just want to touch on a couple of the themes that we talked about. One of the big things for me with Garth is the storytelling. In his songs, the storytelling is amazing. And I know he doesn't write all of his songs. He does have a hand in a lot of them, but he doesn't write all of them. But still, that's one thing that's always touched me about his songs. There is a story. There is a beginning, a middle, and an end. And I love that. Like, I don't think there's a lot of that today. And, or even going back to, you know, the nineties, um, I just, I, that really, really touches me. I love how, uh, like with Lonesome Dove, like Jess said, you, you hear that story building and you hear it from beginning to end. And that's why the end means so much. I just love that. You know, Garth recently, uh, he won that award that, uh, for the Gershwin award and they did that special on PBS and during that show, when he came out, he explained how a songwriter writes a song. Starts with a blank canvas, and then you put a little bit of this, and then you put a little bow chicka wow wow, and then you put a little bit of the muscle into it. And before you know it, you have some amazing songs. And it could go from a love song to, uh, you know, the thunder, uh, friends in low places. And it's crazy how a storyteller or a songwriter tells a story and in reality that that's what they're known for. And and that's how they come up with these amazing lyrics, these amazing songs. Yeah. At some point we for sure have to do a show on favorite story songs. Uh, I feel like we could fill an entire show with just that. I agree. That's a great idea. I don't think that was on my list. We should do a cover song because Garth does some amazing covers. Bob Seger. Okay. Now we're definitely going to do that. Oh my gosh. So I already have a name for that episode. That episode's going to be called house cleaning. Yeah. Uh, There you go. There you go. That's perfect. Right. Perfect. That is what it's called. It's already called it. We haven't even discussed what it's going to be, but that's what it's called. 
Oh, man. So that's what we have for you in the future. We're going to, like I said before, we're going to talk about songwriters. We're going to talk about songs. Um, We're going to talk about the band. We've already decided we're going to talk about Jimmy. Like, that's on my schedule already. I can't wait to play those fiddle songs. Like, we are going to. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm in awe of people who can do things like that. Right. And he's amazing. Well, the whole band is amazing. They're all great. Speaking of that, what was six, was it six years ago today? Four, Pete? four years ago today at Anaheim. Four years? Yep. Four years ago, this very day, we were at a Garth Brooks show, the three of us together. Yes, In we Anaheim, were. Talking to Mr. Dave Gant outside and we did everything we could to get us in. Man, it was, I thought we were so <laughs> close to getting in behind the stage, but just didn't happen. <laughs> What an amazing, interesting guy, though. Yeah. Yep. We just happened to be outside of the Honda Center. We were there to see Garth that night. We got there early, standing outside the Honda Center, and we saw Dave Gant standing there. And we knew it was him because, I mean, we've been to so many shows. So we walked right up, just started talking to him. Yeah, nice. And you know what's really unfortunate? What? He wasn't walking around with a keyboard. That would have been epic. (laughs) Hey, can you play this for us? (laughs) But what a down-to-earth great guy, huh? I mean, he was so nice. That was cool. Absolutely. That was cool. Yep, that was a cool, cool night. That was awesome. And not to mention, the show was great. And we went to how many? However many he did in Anaheim, we went to all of them. Yeah, three. And then we did the San Diego one. We went to all four or five shows in San Diego. um, When he was retired and he did the L.A. County Fire uh, fundraising Went to all five. Yeah. I'm so jealous. I miss those. But you know what I miss, though? I missed you two getting to see him at the win in Vegas. I didn't get to see him. Dude, that was a great show. We went on my birthday, too. One of the nights there was on my birthday. If they ever bring it back to Vegas, we're going. We're going. But guess what? Uh, We're going to open up the SoFi Stadium with Garth in Vegas. We'll we'll be there for that. February. Yep. Yep. So one of these episodes is going to be a live episode. We will do it from the Vegas Stadium show. We will record a podcast live. I don't know how. I have, since this is our first podcast, I have no idea how to record a live one, but we're going to do it. it. We're going to apologize now because drinks will be on deck. (laughs) Two pina coladas every single time. Every single time. Oh, we're going to have to commandeer a bartender. Hey, keep them pina coladas coming. (laughs) That's right. One for each hand. Yeah. Oh, man. Can you imagine having all kinds of fans around there? What are you guys doing? Oh, Garthology, come on over, listen to us. And we can get like live guests on. Oh, man, this could be it. This this could really take off. That's February. Yeah, we yeah. have until February to get everybody listening. Yeah. So much fun. Oh, I can't it wait. It will be. It's going to be great. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. And everybody, you know, I've had people say to me, well, why would you go to five concerts in a row, like I did with the the show for the firemen. Why would you do that? Well, so my answer to them always is, okay, well, I want to see Garth. I want to hear Garth. And he doesn't knock on my door. So my only choice is to go where he is. And so that's what I do. If he's going to be playing five shows in LA, then guess what? I'm going to five shows in LA. It's what I have to do. A lot of right. them say, well, well, aren't those aren't those shows exactly the same? Well, they are until house cleaning, and then it's always different. And then it's, it's always, always different. different. Yeah. And I love housekeeping. Yeah. That's what made the wind so great. But we're going to do a podcast just about the wind show. Oh, poor Pete. But that's okay. The good news we'll... is I know the wind recorded show that he put out on <laughs> DV by heart. So it's like I was there. <laughs> I know it word for word. 
Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So that'll be a future episode too. So you guys are going to have to stay tuned. We're going to have so much for you. There's so much out there for us to talk about. And we're really excited about putting together a show that is for you guys. So as fans, if you guys have ideas or if you want to provide us with information or send us pictures from Garth shows that you've been to and you want other fans to see them, we do have a website. It is garthology.com. So you can contact us from there. Feel free to send us an email, provide us your Garth stories. I mean, who knows? We'll bring you on, you know, we can bring other people on this Zoom. We'd be happy to have people talking to us about how much they love Garth and how much Garth has inspired them too. So feel free to reach out to us. And they can, they go to the website. They can find the Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook pages there. So there's always easy ways for them to share their you know pictures or stories and if they just make sure that they you know tag the garthology social medias um hashtag garthology whatever it is then we'll see them for sure absolutely so we'll be out there looking for you feel free to share everything with us know that we've got shows planned for the future we will also share news from garth not personally none of us know him personally we're just fans But, uh, you know, in case you don't know, he does have um, Studio G's that he does every Monday on Facebook. He does a Facebook Live. And so we watch those. We'll pull information from that if there's upcoming news, breaking news. Speaking of that, breaking news. So one thing that I shared with Pete and Jess, he announced, he and Miss Yearwood announced that they will be um, recording Shallow, which was the Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper song from Star is Born. Garth and Trisha are going to record that, and I'm super excited. I love that song. I just recently shared a recording of it from Lady Gaga with Jess because I loved it so much. So some of you may know he actually did that. He and Trisha did that song on one of his, I think it was the CBS show or one of his Facebook Live. Live. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. they did it on the Facebook thing first, remember, before, because CBS picked it up after it broke Facebook because... Yeah. And they, yeah, and they had so many requests for it. They did it on the CBS. And if people actually go to uh, Twitter's People TV, I think the link of the backstage while they're recording it, they did an interview there, which was one of the links that I sent. And they, they actually uh, have a, a little bit of them recorded. It's unbelievable. Oh, I mean, the way that Trisha sings, and then you see Garth in the background, and the way that he reacts to stay into the song, there's just something so special about that. I can't, I didn't know the Gaga uh, uh, Bradley Cooper song. And then I caught wind of it on the Facebook Live, and I was like, man, a lot of people are talking about this. Maybe I should figure out what it's about. And then I listened to it, and I was like, oh, 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 that's what it's yeah. about. And then I listened, then I listened to Garth and, and Trisha do it. Holy moly. unbelievable with their duets. They really are. There is something about their voice. Like Jess was talking about going back and figuring out a percentage. And I just love the songs that they do together. Something about the way that their voices harmonize together. I could listen to them all day long. In another's eyes. Whiskey to wine. Oh, whiskey to wine. I love whiskey to wine. They just, they blend so intuitively and just kind of go to the same place so easily. It's it's crazy. I would listen to them. Yeah. Phone book names. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's the thing. I want, you know, a lot of these people, a lot of these singers, they do duets together. 
but you know they're friends, acquaintances on the same record album. You know, you got Al Dean and Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson was blowing up at the time. Put Al Dean on the map. One of my favorite songs. But Trish and Garth, they have chemistry there that is way more than than other people. You know, since since they started recording a lot of the duets between the two of them, and I think that a lot of that has to do with with their actual relationship it's and then there's there's some uh there's a song that they did at the win um that it was about you know it, are we going to take our relationship to that next step and you kind of look back on it and wonder well if you don't you know even that song it's unbelievable how good they are together unbelievable oh i think the call is that the one the i think I'm it is yeah the call. Yep. call yeah 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 great so good those are just, they're so great together. I just love them. I love them so yeah. much. So I don't know. What do you guys think? I think, are we done? Think, do we feel uh, done? I, I think that if we don't stop, then we're not we going to have anything right. to talk about next time because we're just going to go. We literally could sit here and talk for months on end if we didn't have to work. <laughs> it's true. So we, could, we really could. Yeah, we could just take this, you know, our three favorite song episode and then go right into live shows and awards and breaking <laughs> Garth news and the New York Central Park. I mean, we could go and go and go. We, we got to put a stop to this. There's so much. Right. <laughs> That's true. It's very true. So I think we have to stop now. We have to stop so that we can start researching for our next one. Yes, yes research. <laughs> Uh, that's find, fantastic find more little hidden gems like tanya tucker releasing that uh, song before <laughs> garth did on the thunder i never knew that i didn't know that she did that first yeah so all right so i hope you guys follow along with us i hope that you tell your friends about us be sure and visit our website tag us on your social media um so look out for us we are we are just starting up and we are in it for the long haul long, long haul it's gonna be fun yeah, I'm excited. So I think this is where we come to an end. So I'm Deb. I'm Pete. And I'm Jess. And we'll see you next time on Garthology. Try number two. Three, two, one. The road we're on is paved in Garth. Come along on the journey. As we explore Garthology. Garthology. <laughs> I put a shirt on this week. <laughs>